Well, what's up, everybody? We are back with another podcast. Um, I know throughout this time we have been doing a Bible study, continuing our The Gospel series, but this week I wanted to switch it up a little bit and decided to get a couple of bros, a couple of college guys in here um, just to talk about really what's going on with the coronavirus and um, hopefully to help relate to y'all a little bit. And so I got two guys that some of you may know, some of you maybe don't, so I'm going to get them to intro themselves, but they're the the Lang brothers, uh, Rupert and Randall. So Rupert, why don't you just tell me, tell the, the, the fan base uh, <laughs> where you're from, what year you are, major, all that good stuff, just sure. your essentials. Yeah. Um, my name is Rupert Lang, uh, like Merrick said. Um, I am a 21-year-old college student here at La Tech uh, from West Monroe, Louisiana. Um, been going to first about three years now. Um, it's been fun. It's been good. Lead worship at Awaken. I guess, yeah. Try to. <laughs> attempt to. Yeah, Do attempt. Well. But, yeah, that's me. Okay. Um, I am Randall Lang. I'm a supply chain management major, and I'm a freshman. I'm Rupert's younger brother, heir to the throne. And uh, my heart's pounding right now. I'm kind of sweaty. But uh, that's because you been, just drank a rain. Yeah. But um, I've been going to first for about six months now. So sweet, sweet, sweet. So one of the things that's been neat about doing this podcast is we've created a larger fan base to where we actually have sponsors now. And so Rupert actually uh, was over that, just a manager in production regarding uh, taking in phone calls and everything. So what? who is it for this podcast? Yeah, so uh, this podcast is actually brought to you by FM Radio. Um, so I know I know you guys drive a lot with the auxiliary cord and stuff, but uh, there's actually a cool little feature on most of your cars that you might not know about called FM Radio. Now, what is FM Radio? <laughs> <laughs> FM Radio is a local uh, broadcasting network. Um, for audio in which you can tune in to many different channels and stations um, for different things such as different genres of music, um, different talk shows, whatever. Um, but yeah, FM Radio is giving out a discount of their product. So instead of getting it for free forever, you can get it for free forever. <laughs> so you just got to use our code um, at, their, at your car, uh, First College Rustin. <laughs> For uh, the discount, and I can repeat that again. It's First College Rustin. FM Radio. FM Radio. So, how would one go about acquiring this in their car? So, um, you if buy you the car. if you if you're driving the car, yeah, first you have you, you get a car, or you get in somebody's car. If it's your own car, you're you're probably driving it, and so you'll be in the driver's seat. And then you look to your right, and there's usually some buttons and stuff. If you click the, the there's one that usually turns, and it's a button. You you click that one. And then it'll probably cycle through this other station called AM Radio, but we don't talk about them because they're not a sponsor. But you wait till it says FM, and then you'll get a um, a dialing signal from 88.1 to 107.9, and you can just dial in appropriately um, to different channels. I think they just incorporated 87.9 if you acquire now. Uh, acquire now, so... But, <laughs> yeah, so anyway, y'all, one of, one of the things that I even asked these guys on for is, one, they're in town. Two, uh, we haven't really quarantined from each other, so I've been around them. So if they got corona, then I probably have corona. So it is what it is. Um, but also, I know I've heard from each of them just about how difficult this time has been. 
and everything else. So we're just going to be discussing that really for this podcast is, you know, how are they handling it? What are some things that they're struggling with? What are some ways they're coping with? And I thought it'd be good to hear that from a college student perspective, since obviously I'm not a college student and my time still looks some, you know, somewhat normal because I still come to work and things like that. But I know that everything for them is going to be the same for y'all. So anyway, starting off, we're going to have several questions. First one, either one of you answer to start off during the quarantine time crazy times call for desperate and crazy measures right so what's probably the weirdest thing you've done during this coronavirus craze weirdest weirdest dumbest i i don't wash my hands like any more than i used to i will say that like <laughs> i didn't wash them much at first but now i still don't wash them much it's more of a confession but <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's, that's a pretty dumb thing i guess um so the playing basketball there is, is with you <laughs> We're all t- touching the same ball. We did play basketball, but that was after the craze kind of went down. What, last week? <laughs> <laughs> that was two days ago. That was Sunday. <laughs> Sunday night, it was a fellowship time sponsored by coronavirus. It was blacktop. Coronavirus doesn't spread on blacktop. Okay. I heard that. Yeah. And because we touch elbows in our hands. <laughs> yeah, we touch elbows. We uh, shoot with elbows, block with elbows. Yeah, so playing basketball might not have been the smartest. The smartest of points. What about you, Rupert? Um, I'd say probably playing Minecraft. Um, <laughs> uh, Minecraft is a game uh, I played a lot when I was like, you know, from ages 11 to 13. And then didn't really think about much until like last month, like at the end of winter quarter. When uh, John Barry, JB shout out, um, started up a, a Minecraft realm. What that is, is a... It's discipleship. Like a, Yes, discipleship. Yeah. It's virtual discipleship. Um, it's where you can invite different players, and so we got a first Baptist realm going on. <laughs> with like it's got like twenty people on it now, <laughs> and so we've just been grinding. I know absolutely nothing about Minecraft. Well, their realm is like exclusive to computers or like laptops, and I did not grow up playing on a laptop, and so I don't play. Me either, though. I, I know jumped I can, in, but like it's, jump into it's the world. so hard. It's, so it's like Call of Duty Mobile. I grew up on Xbox, but <laughs> mobile. I had to slide that one in there. So, yeah. all right. So, you know, I guess a little bit more on a serious note. How how do you feel like y'all have been feeling um, with everything that's going on? I mean, having to have basically like a stay at home order or be quarantined, uh, having to switch from normal school to online school. Work looks different. I know for you, Randall. Social distancing with friends, like. How, how have y'all been feeling with everything that's going on? Well, like, I don't know. It kind of fluctuates for me. Like, some days I, I, I do a bunch of stuff. Like, I'll do my homework. I'll um, go play basketball. Like, I'll be busy. And then other days where I just don't have much to do, that's when I'm like, wow, this kind of sucks. Because, I mean, you can't go anywhere. You can't see anybody. But um, I, it was last week. Last Thursday was one of those days. And I went, I went to Rupert's room, and I was like, Rupert, I was like, how are you dealing with this? He said, dude, I just call a bunch of people. Like, I just talk on the phone with a bunch of people, so I started doing that. But um, I don't know. The online school isn't too bad because it's just a bunch of homework just like it was before. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, for me, it's just it's a bunch of, like, just small changes that make everything feel weird to me. Like – you know, school's online, yeah. Half the people I know here have left, yeah. Traffic's not near as bad, but also, like, nowhere's open. 
Yeah, it's like so non-existent. It's just, it's like just so weird. Lot. So yeah. I told somebody the other day, I was like, this is, I feel like an apocalypse or something happened and I got left behind. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like me in this small village of 500 people now and there's nobody anywhere ever. Yeah, exactly. Like I went to Ronan the other day, they're closed. Teriyaki Grill closed, Log Cabin closed. And I was like, geez. And I went to Chick-fil-A because, you know, unless That's it's right. Sunday, they're still rolling. But, Amen. but it's just weird. It's just weird. So, you know, and you spoke a little bit about this already, but like what ways do you feel like you've struggled with most? Has it been just not having a routine? I've heard people say that. Has it been not getting to see people and hang out? Has it been, you know, just thinking like, oh, the spring quarter's over with and I'm not going to see people even for the summer? Like what do you feel like has been the biggest thing you've struggled with personally? Say for me, um, the, the, you know, the routine that's normally there throughout the week – for me, you know, if classes, if lectures go online, I'm not watching that thing till past lunch. <laughs> yeah. I know that for sure. But even like things like, you know, different student organization meetings, I mean, Wednesdays, you know, from like 5 to 11 at night, my Wednesdays are usually packed and now it's just like another day. And so <clears throat> it's really made me hard. It made it hard for me to like you know, go to bed on time, wake up in time to do things. And it's really just made, like, for me, a lot of just a sense of apathy towards everything just because there's no – for me, it feels like there's no reason to, to do much Yeah. as much as there was before. Yeah, it's like there's no – it's like there's no end game or end goal. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, oh, yeah, I got two weeks and then I'm going to be able to do this. Yeah, like I – that's what I was thinking when Rupert mentioned about like awake or Wednesdays. His five to eleven is normally packed on Wednesdays, but now it's not. It's like Monday, Tuesday. Normally, I'm like, okay, I've almost made it to Wednesday, and then like after that, like it's downhill from here, like the rest of the week. <laughs> but like now, like I make it to Wednesday, and it's just like another day. You know, there's no like, uh, I guess like like destinations in my week to get to. It's all like a simulation of the same day almost. You know. Yeah. Which so. is kind of interesting because, like, this is a podcast generation, right? It's a mm-hmm. podcast generation. It's a technology generation. But even worship via Facebook Live or Instagram, IGTV, whatever, it's just not the same. Like, it really isn't the mm-hmm. same. But I think, I mean, personally for me, you know, if I'm listening to podcasts, I'm going to listen to somebody while I'm mowing. Like, I don't usually sit down and, and give it the same attention with Bible, notebook, and pen uh, that I do like if it's a Sunday or if it's a Wednesday. Um, and so that's been kind of different, but, but I see both of those struggles. I think, you know, kind of what you said first, Rupert, and you might've said this as well, but, um, it's just like every day feels like it's the exact same. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I haven't seen the movie Groundhog Day, but it's basically like that, you know, <laughs> yeah, where yeah. you wake up, it's like, all right, I'm going to go to work again today and nobody's going to be here. And I'm going to zoom some people and do some leadership stuff and then do some whatever stuff. And, but it's hard to prep for anything because you just don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it just makes it interesting. Um, yeah. And another – sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Okay, but, like, another thing I struggle with is time management. Now that I have, like – it feels like much more time to do things. I think, like, at the beginning of my day, like, I'm like, okay, let's get my homework done. Well, I have I have some time later to do it. And then it ends up, and it's, like, 9 o'clock at night and I haven't done anything. Yeah. And so time management has been, like, a huge thing for me. Well, and it just throws everything off. So so even with that, I think that anybody that's listening would probably say all those have been a struggle for them. 
So how have you personally found ways to be productive? Or are you finding ways to be productive? Mm, well, now like I can listen to my lectures, kind of like a podcast, and so I can do two things at once. Like, this sounds kind of lame, but if I want to play Xbox, <laughs> I'm going to throw on my Econ 201 lecture and listen to it. Um, and my sleep schedule now. Is that what Blackstock? Blackstock? No. Mm. No, no. No, no. <laughs> no, I loved Blackstock. No, Are you no. kidding me? I'm dead serious. Right, I, I love it. Almost changed, <laughs> almost changed to Econ because of my two Econ classes. Well, mad like, respect. Like, making my major. Mad respect. Yeah. Though I did make fun of his hair one time, and he chewed out the guy beside me because <laughs> he thought it was him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny. I'm still sorry for that. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So no, Xbox, Econ 201. I was just saying I can multitask now. Um, so kind of more productive at times. <laughs> at times, though. My sleep schedule now is A1, though. Really? 11 to 8 every day or every night. It's pretty good. Nice yeah, see, that's, that's not me at all. <laughs> no, I'll be, I, I wake up at 8 and I cook breakfast for myself. And every day at 8.30, this dude's alarm clock is blaring, and he will not get up. Yeah, I did. I did get up. Thank you. Okay. Today. Today, I did. That's singular. I did. Actually, I, I did. got up before my alarm today. Progress. Got you. Got you. I've been, up for, I've been up for a little while by the time it was 8.30, um, but also I still have kids, and they don't know that they we're know. quarantined. So. Um, so what about you? How are you finding ways to be productive? Yeah, um... So, yeah, sleep is sleep schedule is something I am working on right now. Um, I'm getting I'm like getting better at, but like I I, tr- I felt like I treated the the first week of all this kind of like a vacation of sorts of just like doing what I want to. Yeah. Um, just because there it feels like there's a lack of accountability like in school right now, or. I guess, like, being online, but there's not. It just makes it harder to, to like, you know, remember deadlines and stuff. It's just not as much in your face. And so um, I've, I've been combating that by just, you know, um, after lunch, like, really just focusing on, you know, getting my stuff done. And a lot of the teachers are being pretty lean about that. But just, you know, compartmentalizing my day to different, you know, um, time time slots rather than just being like oh it'll all get done eventually today um and so yeah just you know breaking things up and trying to put them in different time slots so that i'm not you know getting to the end of the end of the day and just have all this work piled up yeah well and it's it's hard because it's weird like you know you made it the comment earlier that right now it's hard not to be apathetic Mm -hmm. and it makes sense because it feels like I don't want to say it feels like there's no meaning, but right now it just feels like I can't see any fruit of anything that I'm doing. For sure. Like I can't, you know, I'm, I have no destination inside of like working toward. And so my goals even seem so lonely. Like Mm -hmm. I got to finish this project online for a teacher who's struggling during the midst of this while I'm struggling in the midst of this. And then I even heard today that tech's allowing it just to be pass fail. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be ABCDF anymore. And so it just is changing Everything. I think everybody's just a little wigged out by what's going on and just confused. I think once we actually get a, a time idea, because I don't know if y'all feel this way, but, you know, I knew April 13th wasn't going to stand. I knew it was going to get pushed back. Mm-hmm. I'm happy it was just April 30th. I was expecting to get pushed back to May 13th. But the same token, I'm pretty skeptical, like, okay, April 30th, they're just going to go, well, we've got to push it back to May 13th. And then, um, you know, and for me personally, I mean, I'm, I'm more worried about economically what's going to be going on with all that. 
but but yeah, it's harder to be apathetic and you have to be more disciplined because you don't go to class. Yeah. So you got these two aspects of increased discipline to watch and do and finish, um, but then at the same token, dealing with apathy, which which is tough. So, um, and y'all y'all maybe can't answer this, but one of the questions I thought about is. You know, have you started to be productive in any areas that you struggled with in the past? Um, basically, like, have you used this time for good in any new ways? Maybe there's something like, you know, I've, I've wanted to do this, and now I actually have the time to, so I'm doing it. Maybe it's reading it. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know, talking to your family more. Whatever it might be, is there anything that, and, and you know, you don't have to say something, just say something, but has there been anything that you're like, you know, I've used this time to be productive in some ways that I know I've needed to in the past? Okay. Um, I guess like just more like you know plainly. Um, this is probably gonna sound super trivial, but just working out more and eating better. Um, I feel like I have a lot more time to do that and work towards doing that and making things like that. Um, you know, uh, routine so that when life does kick back up normally. You know, those things are there. Those are just, you know, good things. But um, on the spiritual front, um, something that, you know, once this all kicked in, um, me and you had that day where we fasted, Merrick. Um, and I, I was thinking to myself, like, why why can I not do this every week now? Like, let's, let's, see, what, let's see what happens if I try to fast every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think fasting is a s- spiritual discipline that, a lot of people don't think about, um, just because, you know, the busy, busy culture of America, you know, I feel like it's something we don't really think we have time for, but now we have all the time in the world to do things like that, you know. Um, well, it's busyness and indulgence. Yeah. You know, my side is less busy. If anything, busyness would keep make it easier for me not to eat, you know, but mm-hmm. indulgence is more the thing where I have to deny myself in that regard of wanting to eat and and you know, so whenever whenever Rupert says fasting, just to be clear, I know that people say you know that they're fasting from social media or fasting from video games or Netflix or whatever, and and those aren't bad things. But whenever he's saying fasting, we're talking about biblical definition of abstaining from food, which is a necessity. Whereas Netflix, your phone, other things aren't necessities. It's abstaining from food for the sake of spending more time with the Lord. Whether that's praying during breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which is what we had planned, um, or it's it's, you know, reading the word during those times. It's, it's, it's getting away from food, which you see as a necessity to help you realize that the way I hunger and want and desire food, that's how badly I need to hunger and desire for the Lord. Like if he is the bread of life, then I need to recognize that. And there's nothing like recognizing that whenever your stomach reminds you every three hours, you need to eat something. It needs to be the same way where I need to be reminded daily, constantly, I need God, I need God. And so that's what he means just to clarify whenever he says fasting. Um, but continue. I kind of cut you. Or are you about to ask something, Randall? Wait, are you, are you done? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I can be, yeah. Something I've, like, done a lot better at is now, like, during my quiet times, normally they feel, not all the time, but sometime rushed or just a certain time frame that I do it in. Um, but now I have, like, an extended time frame to do my quiet time in. And instead of, like, Reading in, be like, okay, I get this, uh, take my notes. I have a study Bible, and it has all these verses for, like, every single verse, like, multiple mm-hmm. reference verses. I've started, like, I guess, researching them more and, like, going into 
studying it more rather than just reading it and taking my notes, which I should be doing in the first place, but that's a discipline I've uh, started to establish now that I have more time, I guess, um, and which I could have done beforehand, but I'm afraid I'm going to be rushed if I do that every time. But now um, I'm just spending more time in my quiet times. Yeah, yeah, which is good because I think, you know, it could be easy to say during this time, uh, you know, it doesn't make sense, but and I tell students this all the time, fall break, Christmas break, spring break, for some reason, those are the easiest times. I remember whenever I was a student, those were the easiest times to get out of a habit of being God's Word. Because I go back home, I lose my schedule, I lose, you know, any whatever, I can wake up whenever. And so, you know, I think that's something that even just people I've talked to, they've struggled with during this time. So if you're starting to say like, okay, you know, I'm starting to study a little bit more, that's good. You know, that's something that you need to be doing, obviously, uh, which is encouraging. You know, and, and I would challenge you all um, to think about that. What's something that, the way I look at it is, what is something I know I need to do, but I struggle to do? Do it now. Like for me, I've, I've had certain goals with scripture memory. There's something specific that I've always wanted to do. And now yesterday, and I really just started it this morning saying, okay, I've got time. And really my time looks actually close to the same, but this is something I know I need to do. Therefore, I'm going to do it. And so maybe for you, it's being in the word one chapter five days a week or every day of the week. You know, maybe that's it. Maybe it's you saying, I want to start journaling and actually writing out my prayers, writing out what I'm learning in my quiet time. Then, then start doing that. Maybe it's memorizing scripture. Start with just a verse a week or something where now hopefully you can build something in your life where whenever life gets back to be normal, you realize that, that that's not there anymore. You know, and so try and make that the new norm so whenever your life starts back the way it used to be, I guess you could say, it would be a normal that you can incorporate into that. And so find ways to be productive in ways you probably haven't yeah, uh, and before. Like you said, um, starting off that little segment you went on, but you said when we go on break, we start like losing our routine and like falling out of those uh, disciplines. And that's what it was like for me. Like he said at the beginning it felt like a vacation, and it did. That first week it felt like a vacation. And then the next week, I had a bunch of stuff piled up on me. But now, now that I'm like caught up, I've been able to focus more and get back into uh, a routine and like make a better routine to establish these disciplines. So I'm not gonna lie; like at first, I fell off track because it felt like a vacation. It felt like okay. a break. But um, and I think all of us kind of hoped that it would just be like a <laughs> yeah, two week break. Like yeah, break. two week break. Um, Turned out not to be. Yeah. So. Next question I'll ask is, is, are you still reaching out and connecting with people? And if so, how? So like I said earlier, um, when I was like struggling with like being lonely and I went into Rupert's room and he told me like, I, I just, I've been calling people. And so like that night I called um, a few of my buddies just to talk to them. And ever since then I've been calling someone like once a day just to talk to them uh, and connect with them. So th- I guess that's how I've been reaching out and trying to connect to people. It's just um, calling them. So it's primarily just phone call, not like yeah, FaceTime? Yeah, yeah, not FaceTime like or anything. And, it, you know, I've found myself calling people who I don't normally talk to on a day-to-day basis. Um, a couple of my buddies that don't even go to tech that I haven't talked to since, like, Christmas break. And so it's, like, pushed me just to um, reach out to people I don't normally talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say um, what, what really, like, I guess made it real that like I don't know the I guess the the impact this was going to have on my relationships with people was um I think it was Thursday no it was like a Friday or Saturday morning 
um, I'm laying in bed and uh, I hear like I hear somebody ring my doorbell, and and Thomas comes walking in. I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" He's like, "Well, I'm leaving probably till September, so this will be the last time we see each other, I guess." And I was like, "Dang, you're right." Like, this could potentially be the last time I see you for the next six months. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, bro. Like, this is real. Um, and, like, you know, that kind of having that happen early on, just, like, with him coming to my house and, like, you know, saying goodbye in, in such a way that we wouldn't see each other for a long time, I was like, I was like, we're going to have to figure out how to, like, stay in touch. Like, I'm going to have to figure out, like you know, how to talk to people, how to stay in connection with, you know, people in my small group or people in my mentor group and stuff like that and just friends in general that, because I, I feel like we, we tend to forget that we people don't live in Ruston. They're here yeah. for school. Yeah. And, you know, with with him going home and, you know, even Haynes and, like, other friends, um, I've, you know, really had to, be uh more initiating i guess in how how like in the way in which i contact people you know phone calls like twice a week or once a week or and just like texting people um really i, f- I feel like the 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 thing that's kept me um in you know constant contact is just taking initiative in communication with people because, you know, a lot of people aren't going to really think about it because it's, I feel like a lot of college students are day-to-day, out of sight, out of mind, you know. And so <clears throat> when it's not there in front of them, they don't really, you know, realize the things they're missing or the people they're missing. Yeah. You can't really have, like, hangout time right now. Yeah. So it's forced people to be more intentional. Mm-hmm. And guys in general, I'm guessing most guys are probably like me. I don't talk on the phone much. Like, I just really don't. I don't call people that often. Um, I definitely don't FaceTime. Like FaceTiming has always been awkward for me. Yeah. <laughs> Even FaceTiming Emily, who's my wife, it's been awkward for me just I to feel that. I don't know, something just feels weird about I don't know, it just feels weird. And I mean literally I've had twenty Zoom calls in the last, you know, week mm-hmm. uh doing leadership interviews, but then some FaceTime calls and <clears throat> even FaceTime my parents who are, you know, are twenty minutes away. So it's kinda of funny to to think about that. But how has this time helped you see that face-to-face interaction is very different than, than on a phone. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's definitely like, yeah, something I took for granted. Um, because, you know, there's a difference between me hearing somebody on the phone, you know, what they're saying and stuff, and then just being at the depot with them for two or three hours, just chilling, like, you know, Shooting the bull, just bowling, you know, just bowling. <laughs> just bowling. <laughs> but yeah, there's it's just something different. Like I don't know the the more you're around people, I feel like the more of yourself you're giving to them in that moment. You know, it's easy to you know tell people everything's okay over a phone call, and you know to not like be like keep it a buck fifty, as Thomas would say. <laughs> Um, Don't throw out too many of those Thomas quotes. People <laughs> won't get them. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, dude, it's just like even like we're we're having our first small group Zoom meeting, and if I 
like this like tomorrow I guess and if it's anything like class it's just gonna it's gonna feel weird yeah. you know um it's like something doesn't feel right about it yeah exactly like this isn't community yeah yeah so which it sounds weird but I'm hoping that's one of the good things that comes out of this is people realize more you know because y'all might not know this but even whenever I was in seminary virtual church was on the rise mm-hmm. like you creating an avatar and on Sunday morning, instead of you going to church, you walking your avatar into a virtual yeah. church and you sitting down, you standing up like you can make your avatar like, say amen. It's like we church. Yeah, it's, it really is. But then even, you know, people who are starting to substitute maybe watching a service versus being there, there's just mm-hmm. something different. Yeah. And I've even said this, even whenever I'm in here and I'm teaching, you know, you're in the room right now. You know, it's weird to probably try and teach and be like, OK, I'm going to teach to 250 people like normal. But I'm in an empty room upstairs looking out at Tech's campus where there's no construction going on because everybody's gone. Yeah. You know, if Tech's not doing construction, you know something's wrong. <laughs> if they're not taking a parking lot away from us, there's something really wrong. And so it's, it's just an interesting time to really go, okay, community is one. I mean, that's two words put together, common unity. So it means people that are about the same thing. The main mm-hmm. aim in their life is singular. But, you know, you really start to realize the power of, like, Hebrews ten twenty four. You know, let us not neglect to meet together. Yeah. Now, some have the habit of doing, but coming together and all the more as you see the day drawing near. You yeah. know, and so it's just, it's different. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping that people will, will see that more, that, that they really need this time. They yeah. need face-to-face interaction. And hopefully some of that intentionality will also come out of that as well. Because yeah. I do think people are having to be more intentional. And the struggle is we don't know how to ask good questions mm-hmm. to each other. So it's like, hey, man, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. All right. Good. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Good talking to you. Yeah. And, you know, all of us know that not everybody's just doing great right now. Nobody's like, man, this time has been awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm loving it. You know? Yeah. Um, even people that most college students would say, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so busy. And now students are like, I would give anything to be busy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but but um, anyway, so I guess one of the last questions I would ask would be this. Um, do you feel like you've learned, and, and we're kind of hitting on this already, so hopefully this isn't just overlapping too much, but do you feel like you've learned to appreciate certain things more during this time, like just in general? Okay, I don't want to harp on it or overlap, but community, obviously. Um, yeah. I didn't realize how much I appreciated uh, community and just seeing like people every day other than Rupert. Um, I love them, but like you're not community. I gotta see people. Dang, um, your family. Dang, dang. Rest in peace. That hit heavy. Rest in peace. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, uh, community. I mean, I just like I appreciate it a whole lot more now, um, and just being able to, like he said, I just just chilling up at the depot. Like I miss that. I was mm-hmm. I was working last week. And, man, I've never been so happy to see Daniel Medvick in my life. He came in to read, <laughs> and, man, I was pumped just to have someone else there. Yeah. Um, and just to have someone to talk to, and especially another fellow believer, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. So the depot's closed, so you're not allowed to yeah. come in and to read at the moment. Um, that, was a, that was a ghost uh, ghost happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 that, that, that. But um, something else, too. I was telling Rupert this earlier. Man, I miss being able to go to Taco Bell and just sit inside and eat. Like, I'm sick and tired of going to the drive-thru. I really am. Yeah, yesterday I just drove around just to drive, dude. <laughs> I was just like, it's sunny and I want to get out of my house. It's been weird, like, missing traffic, missing going and sitting at a restaurant and just, like, I miss – this might sound funny. I miss 
the noise of people. Like being in an area mm-hmm. where you're like, man, yeah. there's a lot of people here. Yeah. There's a lot of people hanging out. Straight there's a lot up. going on. You know, I miss Wednesday night where after I finish my sermon, I'm going, man, these people. It's awesome that people are hanging out and talking, but it's 1030. Y'all got to roll. <laughs> We're going to go eat somewhere yeah. anyway. Let's just go there yeah. and talk. Uh, you know, y'all got y'all's Rotolo's group. And Wingstop has started to make a comeback yes, since sir. they came back from the tornado. Um, but anyway, Whataburger, yeah. you know, the, the normal places. those yeah. but So how about for you? Is there anything – specific you've learned to appreciate more that we haven't really covered um you know just i guess expounding on that um you know i don't know if it was you in a video yesterday or something but you know talking about paul um was that you yeah yeah and how like homie was in isolation for like years on end and you know reading his words like how he longed for the churches in which he was writing for. Like, you know, reading that in this context, you know, it hits hits a lot heavier, you know, longing to be with other believers. Um and just, you know, feeling feeling the weight of what it's you know, right like presently what it's like not to be around that, you know, like face to face, person to person. Yeah. Um you know, it definitely helps me resonate with you know, Paul's desire in Scripture to be with other believers. Yeah. You know, I think one of my favorite um, verses where Paul is talking about this is Ephesians 6. You know, he just finished talking about praying for them, and he starts Ephesians 6.10, Finally be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And then he just walks through, you know, the whole armor of God as we call it. But then at the end, He says, also pray for me that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Um, And I know right now some people might be like, okay, well, he's proclaiming it to people that are lost in the jail cell or whatever. But just being honest, a lot of us have lost family members. And this is the first time you have extended time with them and how long. You know, this is a time to speak truth into them. Or for many of you, a lot of you know that your faith is is frail at best. You know, it's it's struggling, whether it be spending time in God's Word, whether it be praying, whatever it is, even just your knowledge of God's Word or your desire to live for Him. Hopefully this is helping rewire that in you. Um, that Just like with Paul, Paul's focus, you know, he begins Philippians 1 with saying, don't feel bad for me. Me being in prison has actually served to advance the kingdom of God, and that's what I'm happy about. And so for you... You know, I said this yesterday in, in our uh, Instagram video, is, is God never wastes time. Like, it is too precious to him. God does not waste time. We can be sure of that. So we, we can be positive that he, um, he is working even during the midst of this. And so my mentality is I really had to change it and think, how can I come out of this and go, man, that time allowed me to, to do this? Or like what you were saying, Randall, set up a discipline like this or or what you've talked about some, Rupert, recognize the value of being intentional with people. Like, what can I bring out of this on the other side? And go, okay, you know, I can look back and say, this has really helped serve to advance the gospel. Or this has really helped serve to advance maturity in my life. Um, it, just, it just changes whenever we recognize God doesn't waste time. This isn't wasted time to him. This isn't the extended vacation, which is hard for us not to think about, right? Um, and... Maybe it should even change the way we look at what the finish line is. The finish line isn't when coronavirus craze ends. 
The finish line is whenever we're taken from this earth. And until then, we're called to strive. We're called to run the race that's set before us. And so, anyway, I, I hope that this has been encouraging to y'all, whoever is listening. Um, I know we didn't cover everything that we could cover regarding coronavirus and just the ways that we might be struggling. But hopefully this is encouraging to you to know that, one, you're not alone if you're feeling that. But, two, I, I want this to be challenging as well, um, that you're challenged to see that, okay, I need to be more intentional or I need to get in God's word more or I need to use this time wisely as I can, whatever it may be. Um, we, we hope that this could challenge and encourage you in that. I don't know if you all have any final words of wisdom or caution or, um, you know, we're on FM radio, so we've got to be careful what yeah. we say. But <laughs> <laughs> They're going to censor us. Uh, um, it's easy to feel alone in whatever you're, you're dealing with in this. Like super easy to just feel like, you know, we're the only ones that feel the way we do. But in all honesty – you probably have 13,000 people at Louisiana Tech feeling the exact same things. Yeah. Um, um, I, yeah. I think also, too, because for me this is a thing, like it's so easy to um, get lazy and to fall out of uh, routine to stay in the Word and stuff. But um, this is where, like, discipline and endurance comes in. Is I think it's Hebrews 11 or 12 that talks about uh, endurance and, like, running the race. And this is those times, like, when you're feeling lazy, you feel like there's no reason to because, like, you're not getting out of the confines of your house. Like, stay endured, stay disciplined. Yeah, yeah. And the good thing is, is like, y'all aren't talking out of, you know, hey, check me out, I'm doing this, doing this all well. Y'all know that this has been a struggle. And so, anyway, thank you all so much for getting on the podcast. This is our first time to do an actual – not really interview, but like joint podcast. It's not me and Emily. So, you know, we had to keep it family style though, you know, but anyway, thank you all again so much. Hopefully this was helpful and encouraging and we'll be reaching back out next week.